Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here, people. I'm here to give y'all some sport news. Some sport news, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what time it is. Um, for now, Usman and Burns have got. Uh, it's not gonna ha- not gonna happen. Um, but supposedly, George Jorge Masvidal might take Usman's not Usman Burns' place. Uh, well, Burns uh has gotten the coronavirus, so uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. There's been a few players that have uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Um, so, that's exciting. Uh, not really that exciting, though, people. Um... Braves' Felix Hernandez has opted out of the 2020 season. So has Dodgers' David Price. Um, who else? I think there was somebody else. No? Alright. There is nobody else. For now. For now, though. Um, you know... As we all know, we're getting baseball back, so people, that is exciting. That's very exciting. Um, I cannot wait. I can't wait. Um, let's talk about um, the NBA. Uh, Victor Oladipo, DeAndre Jordan are among NBA players sitting out of the Disney bubble so supposedly the uh, the Golden State Warriors um, they don't have any 2020 pending free agents coming up so that's good that's not a bad thing um, and supposedly there's some oh, there's some rumors going around people. There are some rumors going around right now about Damian Lillard. So supposedly Damian Lillard uh, could get traded. The report is, let me see how the report says it. If Damian Lillard asks for a trade, he would want to go to the Knicks or the Lakers. I say if he goes to the Lakers... I believe that's where he benefits most. Um, so you may ask, why is that? Well, the reason to this, people, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to tell you right now. The reason him going to the Los Angeles Lakers benefits more um it's because you look at Damian Lillard. He's a baller, right? 
I know if you play this right, if you play the cards right, you can get them. Don't forget, you got Kyle Kuzma there, so you definitely get rid of him. Another team to the trade, but I don't know if you do. You can, but you add Kyle Kuzma, you add um, a first round pick. You, you add a couple picks in there, draft picks, and um, for Damian Lillard, obviously. Um, and I think that's perfect. Now the New York Knicks, they got the draft picks all set. You know, we all know how the Knicks roll. We know how they do. Um, so you got the New York Knicks. You have the uh, you got the draft picks, and there's a couple players in there as well that you can um, put in the trade. Um, I don't know how uh, how fond how fond of it they'll you know they'll be, but. Yeah, I could I could see it happening, people. I could see it happening. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, we'll we'll see, we'll see in the near future. I'm ex- I'm hoping, I'm hoping, people. I am hoping. That uh, I really do hope if Damian Lillard, Lillard does act for a trade, that it is to the Lakers. I mean, you think about it. You trade Kyle Kuzma, you get him out of here. They got them big centers. You know, you got Danny Green, you got KCP. You have uh, Avery Bradley, um, and you could add Tal Kuzma and KCP to the list as well. But another, nonetheless, uh, you know, you got them boys. Imagine that you got starting lineup could be Damian Lillard, Danny Green, or KCP, or Avery Bradley, or whichever one that doesn't matter. Uh, LeBron James, um, Anthony Davis, and let's say. Of the White Howard, um, or some, you know, one of one of them boys. Uh, you got the White Howard. You got, you know, I think they they will go younger. Or let's say they bring back the Marcus Cousins. You got the Marcus Cousins. Um, but yeah, I, they will eventually go younger. Um, but yeah, people, you imagine it, just those three: Damian Lillard. LeBron James and Anthony Davis on one team. Oh yeah, they gonna give them. They gonna give them problems. Believe that. They will give them problems. And you know what? I'm all for it. I am. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Come on. Absolutely. Um. There um the NFLPA. Is recommending to um, to cancel all preseason games this year. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, I would think right. You only got to play. You should only play like one or two. 
just from the simple fact, you know, the pandemic we're in, you know, they're they're definitely going to get the regular season on board. Um, but I mean, I guess I guess not. I guess they just want to, you know, they want to. Um, I don't. You see, it, it's a tough situation because. To be honest, um, preseason games aren't all that important to me. They really aren't. Um, I could definitely live without them. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of people can't. A lot of people can't. Um, I mean, I don't. It's. It's a mixed, it's a difficult situation, um, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do just say, hey, we're going to cancel the two, the two, uh, pre, well, not just the two, but all the preseason games this season, or we're just going to jump into week one of the NFL season. So, you know, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Um, what else? Uh, talk about um, the Washington Redskins. They're going to change their name, um, which I think it's about time. Um, they finally budged um, after her. I forgot. I want to say Nike or somebody. They, they basically took the Redskins off all their apparel and all their thing, and uh, so they did that. And now they're um, like now they're saying, "All right, we're gonna change it." So, which I think it's a good thing. I think it's about time. Um, I think it's about time. I think the Washington Redskins deserve a new name, um, a new logo, probably. Uh, you know, the Indians are considering it as well. You got the Cleveland Indians considering it. Um, and I believe the Chicago Blackhawks, they're also considering it, which I think is a great thing. I think it, I think it really is. Um... And I'm I'm happy I'm happy it's happening. Um, you know I think this, I mean, but it kind of really all started with the uh, with the Redskins, and now the Indians have came out. Um, Yeah, now they've came out and said, hey, I think we're considering changing it. Honestly, the Blackhawks have, but I'm not going to uh, say that totally yet. I gotta look into that. Um, but yeah, people, I'm excited. A lot of, um, let's talk about uh, Madden 20 quick, since I got, I got you guys here. Um, you know, 
a lot of people are have you with a uh, franchise. Dude, I'm I'm okay with it. I like I like the look of the game, and I'm going I'm gonna get it. It's something I'm definitely excited for. But yeah, I like the look of it. You know, it looks sweet. You know, and it's a football game. Football, you know, it's not gonna be perfect, people. And I understand, like for years, I've been saying the same thing about franchise. But now I'm just like, dude, I just wanna play with my Eagles in a football game. But that's what I've been doing, Madden Twenty. I just we beat the Bron- Cam Newton and the Broncos by one point in the Super Bowl. So now we're. On the on to the next season or whatever, dude. I I, lo- I love sport games. I love them, you know, because like I could take my my team to the promised land. You know, you guys can't forget. I'm Eagles, Yankees, Bulls, and Blackhawks in. I don't play hockey. Though. I don't do that. Uh, yeah, that I I can't get into playing. Um, but basketball, baseball, football, I definitely can. I usually I have I have uh, MLB the show twenty, but I'm more into um, oh excuse me, I'm more into um, basketball and football, especially football, you know. So yeah, I like it, guys. I mean, hey, now you know. You know, just to pass a little time, I'm going to want to bring up my like teams. Um, like their news, whatever's going on with them. Then I'm gonna give uh my top five. Eagles quarterbacks. One thing I will say though, it's gonna be great. I can't wait, people. Um, I wanna um, I wanna congratulate Cam Newton on uh signing with a team, signing with the New England Patriots. I was surprised, but at the same time, I wasn't, because I knew he was going to sign with somebody. And if he was going to sign with somebody, it definitely was going to be the Patriots. I know the Patriots were looking at um, Colin Kaepernick as well. Um, you know, and I always, I, I don't know why, I always thought Cam would fit better in a system like the Denver Broncos or um, the Chicago Bears, especially the Denver Broncos, you know. Them beating him in the Super Bowl, and I don't know. I just had this this feeling that Cam was just gonna, you know, uh, end up with the Broncos, and then somehow, some way, the Patriots they um they somehow, some way persuade. Um, Andrew Luck to come out of retirement and play for them, because that's how, it's funny, because in franchise mode in Madden 20, that's how they have it, they have Cam Newton with the Denver Broncos, and Andrew Luck on the Patriots, um, 
Not saying that's how, not saying that's the reason. But I'm saying this now. I just, um, I just, I don't know. I have this, uh, this feeling, people, that, that, that he would fit better with Denver. I mean, you think about it, you got, you got Philip Lindsay, you got Melvin Gordon, you got them all rookie wide receivers and them bad brothers. You got, I want to say, Corlin Sutton, I believe. Unless I'm saying they're from the wrong team. Um, yeah, they, they they got ballers. They got Vaughn Miller, they got um, Bradley Chubb. You know, they got some guys over there that can really, you know, do something, do something for that team, which I think they will. Either way, without with or without Cam. Um, now the Patriots, Cam Newton on the Patriots. I just don't know, guys. I'm not convinced. Um, yeah, he can move. He he has speed, but I don't know, y'all. Um, you know, it's it's difficult because. Uh, I, you see, it's very difficult, because, like, you picture these players in certain teams, and you're like, alright, cool, they can be here, this person can be there. Like, I look at it, we look at that, and then I look at a situation like the Chicago Bears, let's say Mitchell Trubisky doesn't do well, but neither does Nick Foles next season. But then the Cam does okay for the Patriots or does good, but doesn't the Patriots don't see enough in him, so he gets released again. That the Bears sign him, and he let's say takes the Chicago Bears to the Super Bowl. You know, I something like that. I mean, if he took the Patriots, if he were to take the Patriots to the Super Bowl, not only that, but win the Super Bowl. Oh my goodness, people. Oh my goodness, that would be amazing. That would definitely be amazing. Um, but the, uh, wait, before I move on and stuff. So yeah, I just you know I. That's that's how I feel about. about all this, you know. I feel, that's just how I feel. Um, and if you, you know, you feel different, talk to me, people. It's fine. Um, but let's move on. I checked for Blackhawk news. There's not really Blackhawk news. Um, but, um, you know, let's talk about the Chicago Bulls, my Chicago Bulls. Um, yeah, I mean, let's talk about it. Um, um they want to know if Bulls 
to settle on guard Zach Levine or chase his shooting guard? I say, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I say. I say you settle on Zach Levine, ladies and gentlemen. You settle on Zach Levine. I mean, you got Kobe White as your point guard. You got Zach Levine as your shooting guard. You really don't have a small forward because you get you got your power forwards and your centers. You got Lord Marketing and you got uh oh, what's his name? I'm trying to think of his name right now. Um, trying to think, trying to think. Oh, Wendell Carter Jr. You got him. I mean, you do got Otto Porter Jr., but uh, he's been injured. Um, and you know what? I would say you you draft 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 a small forward. Just in case you got you got um, Denzel Valentine, you got Thaddeus Young. Those are you know Thaddeus Young. He's past his prime. Denzel Valentine. He never really showed what he could do. Um, you know, I think we need a small forward. Um, we need time with Chris Dunn is our point guard, but he's not really shown much. Zach Levine, I believe, could play point guard, shooting guard, small forward. And, you know, I think he's best, though, at the small forward point. And like I said, I believe Kobe White should be the starting point the starting point guard. Um, I do believe that. I believe he should be the starting point guard. And I mean, people, you look, you look at somebody like Zach Levine. Zach Levine's only 25 years young, ladies and gentlemen. He's 25 years young. He has so much left he can do. This regular season, he had 25 points a game for in 20, 34 minutes. Field goal percentage was at 45%. Three-point three point percentage was at 38. He had 4.8 rebounds a game, 4.2 assists. And 1.5 steals. You know. So he's been approving year in and year out. Um, you know. And I don't think. I don't think. Um, the Chicago Bulls. Should move on from him. I think he's a tremendous talent. So yeah. You don't. You definitely don't move on from him. Um, you know. You can definitely develop talents around them. Like I said, you got Laurie Markinen, you got Kobe White, you got Daniel Gafford, uh, you got Chris Dunn. I don't think they're going to keep him, though. Um, you got Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter Jr. Um, you know, you got you got these players. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, look at this. The starting lineup wouldn't be bad. You got Kobe White, Zach Levine, Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter, sorry, Laurie Markkinen, and Wendell Carter Jr. That's your starting five. Kobe White, Zach Levine, Otto Porter Jr., uh, Laurie Markkinen, and Wendell Carter Jr. That's your starting five right there. That's not a bad starting five. They're just young right now, and they just have to, you know, get get their feet wet a little bit, and then they'll be all right. And I think in a few two to three years, you'll start to... um you'll start to see that. Um, I want to give all my prayers out to, uh, to Yankees pitcher Mashiro Tanaka. Uh, he was hitting hit the head with a line drive um, from the bat of Giancarlo Stanton. 
during like they were just having uh, a game. They were having a game, like a simulated game, you know, getting their practice reps in. And, uh, yeah, people, that happened. So, you know, prayers out to him. Hopefully he's all right. I mean, reports are that he is. But, you know, they got to they gotta check on him for the next 48 hours or whatever. Hopefully it is nothing big. Um... You know, and it's, it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault. Like, I looked at the video, and once people, once John Carlos Stanton sees that Tanaka gets hit, what the ball? He just, he looks down, he gets, he crouches down and just looks down, people. That's how you, you, you know, you know. You know, um, and I, like, I look at some of the comments and people, people are so ignorant. People, shut up. Shut up, please. Like, really? Why did the better duck down or why do you think if anybody knows about um John Carlos Stanton's history he's gotten hit once or twice by a ball and once um in the head area I believe it was a jaw and it broke like he was he was done for the rest of of the season and he was having I believe he won MVP that year but he was having like a record breaking season so I don't want to hear, why did he duck down like that? Shut up. Shut up. Why did he call off for work today, huh? Jesus, people. These people have hearts, too. They're not cold like everyone else. But, you know, thank God he's all right. They did say he was all right, so... um. That's that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, so yeah, thank God he's all right. Really. Um. So I was uh. Who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody. Cause I seen um. Deshaun Jackson and Jalen Hurts. They were working together. You know, that's cool. That's dope. You know, a lot of people are like, uh-oh. Carson Wentz, watch your job. Carson Wentz does not need to watch his job for anything or anyone. Carson Wentz has that job secured. If he didn't, he would not be getting paid MVP-level money. He's earned it. So, I don't want to hear... I, I, I don't want to hear that. So, yeah. I have confidence that my quarterback will have another successful year, just like he did last year when he led the Philadelphia Eagles to the playoffs with practice squad players. So, yeah, that's what I have to say. 
I'm, I'm looking at the schedule because, you know, I'm going to... Basically, since so far we're going to have a season, um going to give my predictions on it. Definitely going to give my predictions on it. Alright. So, and then I'll give my top five quarterbacks and why they are my top five quarterbacks of the Philadelphia Eagles. Alright, um, so uh, week one, Sunday, September 13th at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. The Philadelphia Eagles will be playing at FedEx Field against the Washington Redskins. People, obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to beat the Washington Redskins, no doubt about that. Um, Alright. Um, week two, we, we go up we go up against the Los Angeles Rams at 1 o'clock. Um, I believe we'll beat the, I believe we'll beat the Los Angeles Rams and we will be in, that will be our first home game of the season. Um, you know, then we got week three. Um, we'll be in Philly against the Cincinnati Bengals. We got week four. Um, Sunday night football, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. We will be at San Francisco. At Levi's Stadium, sorry, against the San Francisco 49ers. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm not get, I don't know why I'm not giving my prediction. Sorry. So I said we'd beat Washington. I said we'd beat Los Angeles. We'll beat Cincinnati. Uh, week four, I say we, we lose to San Fran. Um, week five at 1 p.m. Eastern time, we will be at Heinz Field going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I say we beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, week six at one o'clock p.m. Eastern time, we'll be, we will be at Philadelphia going up against the Baltimore Ravens. I say the Baltimore Ravens beat us. Um, week seven Thursday night football, eight twenty p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the New York Football Giants will be visiting my Philadelphia Eagles. I say my Philadelphia Eagles beat the New York Football Giants. Week eight. Sunday Night Football, it's the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly going up against the Dallas Cowboys. I say we beat the Dallas Cowboys. Um, then we have Week 9 by Week 10. We go up against the New York Football Giants in MetLife Stadium. I say we beat the New York Football Giants. That's at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Um, week 11, we go up against the Cleveland Browns at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Um, First Energy Stadium. Um, I say the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Cleveland Browns. Week 12, Monday Night Football at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time in Philadelphia. Uh, I believe Seattle Seahawks will beat Philadelphia. Week 13 at 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles will be at Lambeau Field against the Green Bay Packers. Um... I say, I'm going to say the Green Bay Packers beat the Philadelphia, no, no I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Green Bay Packers. Then week 14, the Philadelphia Eagles will be in Philadelphia going up against the New Orleans Saints. And I say uh, the, New, the New Orleans Saints, we beat them as well. Um, week 15 at 4 or 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles will be going up against the Arizona Cardinals at State Farm Stadium. I say the Philadelphia Eagles beat them. 
Then uh, week 16 at 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time, we have the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Dallas Cowboys in AT&T Stadium. I say the Dallas Cowboys beat us there. Then week 17 against the Washington Redskins in Lincoln Financial Field. I believe the Eagles will defeat the Washington Redskins in Philadelphia to end the season. Now, let me, uh, let me count how many wins we would have. Alright, so that's 1, 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, 3-1, 4-1, 4-2, 5-2, 6-2, 7-2, 8-2, 9-2, 10-2, 10-11, sorry, 11 and and, and two, 12 and two, 12 and three, and 12 and 13 and three. I say the only reason we obviously would have a buy then maybe they'll bench the Eagles players um, there. Then I'll say, all right, we'll be 13 and three. I said, or no, sorry, 12 and four. I said the worst is, the worst will be is 11 and five, ladies and gentlemen. I believe Carson wants, will have the opportunity to, uh, be up in that MVP conversation, you know, he's a full year without any injuries, you know, he's finally uh, recovered from the injuries that he had before, um, so I believe that this season, it's, oh my goodness, it's going to be amazing, it's going to be amazing, you know, Carson Wentz, and you know, I'm going to give you my, matter of fact, I'm going to give you guys my own depth chart as well. People, I'm I'm on the road. This is basically the Eagles podcast, you know. And you know how you guys know how I feel about my Eagles. I, I talk about them all the time. I mean, but when when you're me, why wouldn't you, right? I mean, I mean, come on now, people. I mean, you you gotta admit it. When I talk about my Eagles, you guys listen. You guys listen. Alright, um. But yeah, let me pull up the Eagles roster so I can give you my depth chart of what I believe um, will be the Eagles uh, starting roster. So. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, so this is how I think it'll all go down. Right now, the Philadelphia Eagles have four quarterbacks um, on their uh, on the roster. They have four quarterbacks on the roster, ladies and gentlemen. So let's talk about it. They have. Um, Obviously, they drafted Jalen Hurst this year. They got uh, former New York football giant Kyle Lauletta. Um, you got Nate Sudfield, who was out last year with an injury. And you got Carson Wentz. Um, Carson Wentz being the oldest, 27 years of age. Um, I'm going to go Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz will be the starter. Um, Jalen Hurst will be the backup. Then you got Nate Sudfield. As the bench, and Kyle Loletta, he'll be released, maybe to the practice squad. 
Um, running backs, you got Corey Clement, Elijah Holyfield, Adrian Kellens Jr., Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Michael Warren the second. I'm gonna say Miles Sanders will be starting, obviously. I'm gonna say Miles Sanders, Boston Scott will be your second, your third will be Corey Clement, your fourth Elijah Holyfield, fifth Adrian Kellens Jr., and they'll probably release Michael Warren the second. And if anything, they'll probably release Elijah Holyfield as well. Because I believe they'll end up signing a running back or trading for one. Um, now let's look at wide receivers. We have J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, Massa, Bailey, Deontay Burnett, Robert Davis, Shelton Gibson, Marquise, Goodwin, Marcus Green, John Hightower, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey. Jalen Rager, Khalil Tate, Greg Ward Jr., and Quez Watkins. So I'm going to say Deshaun Jackson will be your, your the, uh, the starter, will be Deshaun Jackson, Marquise Goodwin, and Jalen Rager. Um, I believe they'll get rid of Alshon. If not, it will be Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, and between Goodwin and uh, Rager. Or maybe. Goodwin and Jeffrey would just sub in and out. Um, I believe they'll stay with Greg Ward Jr. Um, and Khalil Tate and J.J. Thega Whiteside. I do believe that. Um, tight ends, you got Alex Ellis, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Josh Perkins, and Noah Tagai. Noah Tagai will be released. Josh Perkins will be released. Alex Ellis will be released, and they'll stay with Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Um, you know, you got you got the centers. Um, I'm gonna say they're gonna stay with Jason Kelsey. They're gonna stay with Brandon Brooks. Sorry, Brandon Brooks is the guard. They're gonna stay with Jason Kelsey. Probably all of them, they got Luke Jerriga and uh, Keegan Redner. Then you got Brandon Brooks, he's injured, so he's out. Um, Nate Herbert, Sua Opeta, Isaac Samalu. So they might stay with all since Brandon Brooks is injured. Um, you got Andre Dillard, Jack Driscoll, Jack Driscoll, Lane Johnson, Jordan Malataya. And Matt Pryor. Um, I'm gonna say they'll probably either stay with K probably Casey Tucker, or no, no, they'll stay with Prince Tega. Wanna go? Let's stay with Matt Pryor, Jordan Malatai, Lane Johnson, obviously, and probably uh, Jack Driscoll as well. Oh, and Andre Diller for sure. Um, you know, uh, defense. I say they'll let Hall go. Leo, Matt Leo goes well. Um, um, you know, there's so many DNs. Um, but yeah, this was just more about the offense, people. I want to get the offense in. 
Because we all we all know basically who's gonna be on defense. I mean, you can say the same thing about offense, but I just wanted to get my point across. The trade. So let's talk about my top. This is the Philly special edition. My top five quarterbacks to me in Philadelphia Eagles history. Number five, I'm going to start with the one, the only, the great Randall Cunningham. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Former Philadelphia Eagle. Um, <clears throat> all right. Randall Cunningham. Uh, great player. He was uh, the Eagles' second-round pick in 1985 in the draft. Um, um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, but he's played with the Philadelphia Eagles. Most of, career, most of his career, he did play with the Philadelphia Eagles. He played uh, with the Minnesota Vikings, Dallas Cowboys, and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, he is a four-time Pro Bowler. He's two-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, NFL passing rater leader, um, NEA NFL MVP, PFWA MVP, three-time Burt Bell Award, NFL Comeback Player of the Year, UPI NFC Player of the Year, Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame, second-team All-American, first-team All-American, Two times PCAA Offensive Player of the Year and three time first team all PCAA. All right, um, so here's some stats, people. Here's some stats. He played, uh, in 1985, he played six games. Excuse me. He played six games. He started for uh, four. He was um, and those six games he was thirty-four for eighty-one, forty-two percentage, five hundred and forty-eight yards, one pass touchdown, eight pass interceptions. Um, in nineteen eighty-six, he started five games, played fifteen. He was one hundred and eleven to two hundred nine. Um, he threw for 1,391 yards, 8 pass touchdowns, 7 pass interceptions. In 87, he played 12 games, started 12. He was two, 223 for 406, 2,786 yards, 23 pass touchdowns, 12 pass interceptions, 16 for 16. Um, starting um, 301. To 560, 3,808 yards, 24 pass touchdowns, 16 interceptions. And his best year was in 1990, really. Um, yeah. Uh, could have been what Minnesota as well. But with Philadelphia, he had 30 pass touchdowns, 13 pass interceptions. In 1998, with Minnesota, he had 34 pass touchdowns and 10 pass interceptions. And as, once his career was all said and done, he uh he passed for a total of twenty nine thousand nine hundred and seventy nine yards, 
Yeah, 207 touchdowns, 134 interceptions. So, yeah. Randall Cunningham, he was just like one of those great people that when that when he you know, when he was on that field whenever he was whatever he was doing at that time he was just you could tell he got people's attention without a shadow of a doubt you could tell so yeah the number 4 the number 4 on my list would have to be Donovan McNabb um Donovan McDab, he was the Eagles starting quarterback from 1999 to 2009. Um, let me see. He had an impressive career as well, people. He had a very impressive career. Um, he was he was selected in the first round with the second overall pick by the Eagles. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, he, you know, he took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. He had a pretty good, uh, pretty good years. He just never, you know, was able to reach, uh, championship and win it. So, but he was a six-time pro bowler. Um, his number five jersey with the Philadelphia Eagles got retired. Um, He's in the Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame. He's in the uh, Philadelphia Eagles 75th anniversary team. Three-time Big East Offensive Player of the Year. Big East Rookie of the Year. Three-time First Team All-Big East. Big East Offensive Player of the Decade. Syracuse, Syracuse Football Number 5 Retired. Syracuse Football All-Century Team. And his stats, he had 234 pass touchdowns, 117 interceptions, 37,276 yards passed, 29 rushing touchdowns, and 3,459 rushing touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, he played with the Philadelphia Eagles from 1999 to 2009. He played with the Washington Redskins in 2010. And he played with the Minnesota Vikings in 2011. So, yeah, people. He, this was another one. He had a very successful, successful years. A lot of them. And uh, just great. It was great for him. Um, you know, I always thought he was going to to do more. I always, I don't know. I just, I just always thought I always, I don't know. I just always thought that he would, Donovan McNabb would like always be able to get it done, but he just, he, he never did. He never did, and that's, you know, it hurt, it hurts, but at the same time, you're like, oh, this is done for a reason, you know, which, which it was, 
I'm not gonna say it wasn't. It, it was. Um. Now we look at my number three, which would be Michael Vick. People, I know it looks like I'm just gonna pick all African American quarterbacks. No, that's not. That's not what's about to happen. Um. So these are the teams Michael Vick played for. Um, all right, here we go. He played for the Atlanta Falcons from 01 to 2006. But then he, obviously we know he got arrested. But then being released, he played with the Philadelphia Eagles from 09 to 13. Played with the New York Jets in 2014. Played with the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2015. And as a coach... Atlanta Legends in 2019. Um, with a four-time Pro Bowler, NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 2010, Burt Bell Award, Heisman Trophy finalist, Big East Offensive Player of the Year, Big East Rookie of the Year, NFL Records, career yards per carry, career rushing yards by a quarterback, 6,109. Touchdown to interception ratio 133 to 88, 22,464 passing yards. Um, so yeah, he had a pretty successful career. Um, he did he did real good. He did real good. Um, numbers were seven one and two, but as we all know, we all knew him as number seven people. We all know him as number seven. Um, Michael Vick has always been great. I don't know when he got when he when he played with the Philadelphia Eagles, boy. Woo! He used it. Oh man, I I remember. I think in one game he had like six pass touchdowns or something like that. So yeah, Michael Vick definitely, you know, just for just for him to be able to overcome. Overcome what he overcame and do the things he did. It was absolutely amazing for to see him uh, to be, you know, you know, to overcome the circumstances he did. That was that was really amazing. That really was. It was definitely amazing. Um, Alright. Let's talk about it. Um, my number two all-time favorite quarterback, best quarterback, would be my boy number 11, Carson Wentz. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Judge me if you want to, but this is my number two all-time favorite quarterback. Um, we look at his re regular season stats. Um, in 2016, he played all games in 2016 and in 2019. Um, in 2016, he finished with 3,782 yards, 16 pass touchdowns, 14 pass interceptions. Um, in 2017, he only played three games. This was the year he was supposed to win the Super Bowl. 
I mean, yeah, won the Super Bowl, won the championship for the Eagles, but Nick Foles did it and won MVP. But anyways, um, he he had three thousand two hundred ninety six yards, thirty three pass touchdowns, seven pass interceptions. Um, yeah. 2018, he only played 11 games. He had 3,074 yards, um, 21 pass touchdowns, 7 pass interceptions. And in 2019, where he played another full season, he had 4,039 yards. And, uh, 27 pass touchdowns, 7 pass interceptions, and 1 rushing touchdown. So, yeah. And this career, he's thrown for 14,191 yards, 90, 97 pass touchdowns, 35 pass interceptions. So, and these are some of the records he has, people. So, and his young in his young career, he's already done so much. He left most pass completions through through the first twenty four games of his career. Most consecutive games with one pass touchdown, with one interception or less. Current streak is twenty two games surpassing Matt Ryan's twenty one from December twenty fifteen to the September twenty seventeen. Um. First quarterback in history to have a 4,000-yard season without having a single receiver with at least 500 receiving yards. And uh, first quarterback in history to throw for 20 or more touchdowns and seven or less interceptions in three consecutive seasons. Now, the Eagles franchise records that he has broken is first quarterback in team history to throw for over 4,000 yards, most passing touchdowns in a single season, most pass completions in a season, most pass attempts in a season, most touchdown passes in the first quarter, most touchdown passes in a calendar month, consecutive games with a touchdown pass, season completion percentage, Lowest interception percentage. Um, awards. Burt Bell Award in 2017. He made the Pro Bowl. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's a three-time Pepsi NFL Rookie of the Week. Um, Two-time NFC Offensive Player of the Week. NFL Offensive Player of the Month. And NFL Offensive Rookie of the Month. Um, so yeah, yeah, people, Carson Wentz in his young career has already did a lot. Now, if he could just stay healthy throughout, especially in the playoffs, which last year was not his fault, so, but if he can, Carson, if Car a healthy Carson Wentz with weapons makes it into the playoffs, watch out, people, I'm telling you right now, watch out, because you got somebody that will destroy you. On your hands. Alright. Um, so my number one is. Nick Foles. Ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Nick Foles. 
Super Bowl MVP. Uh, well, he's now he plays for the Chicago Bears. He was selected round three, pick eighty-eight. Um, he has played. He played for the Philadelphia Eagles, twenty twelve to twenty fourteen. St. Louis Rams, twenty fifteen. Kansas City Chiefs, twenty sixteen. Philadelphia Eagles, seventeen to eighteen. Jaguars, nineteen. Bears, twenty twenty present. The Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Pro Bowl NFL passer rating leader in twenty thirteen. Seven touchdown passes in a game, and twenty-five consecutive passes passes in a complete incompletions. Um, touchdown interceptions: 70, seventy-one touchdowns, thirty-five interceptions, eleven thousand nine hundred and one passing yards. All right. Um, obviously, he is most known for what he did in twenty seventeen with the Philadelphia Eagles, leading them to the Super Bowl. And getting them their first Super Bowl title. So yeah, Nick Foles obviously, Nick Foles is number one just because of the things I've stated. Just here alone, um, I don't have to say. All right, this is why. Now, you guys know why. I don't have to say it. It just shows you, you know, how great he is. And, I mean, his best year was in 2013. He had 27 pass touchdowns, two pass interceptions. He had three rushing touchdowns. Um, he also had a, where is it? i just seen it here. Um, all right, I guess it doesn't say. Well, he had 222.4 yards per game. Um, okay, I found it. And he threw for 2,891 yards, ladies and gentlemen. So this is a lot. And you look at his career awards and highlights. Um, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Pro Bowl selection, Pro Bowl offensive MVP, NFL passer rating leader, NFL record seven, pa seven touchdown passes in a game, NFL record highest completion percentage in a game with seven touchdown passes. Um... NFL record most passing touchdowns with a perfect passer rating in a game. NFL record best touchdown pass interception differential in a game. Seven pass touchdowns, no interceptions. Highest career passer rating in the Eagles franchise history. NFL record most consecutive pass completions tied with Phillip Rivers and Ryan Tamminhill. And NFL record most consecutive pass completions in one game tied with Phillip Rivers. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that's this is all I got for you. That is my top five quarterbacks. Number one, Nick Foles. Number two, Carson Wentz. Number three, Mike Vick. Number four, Donovan McNabb. And number five, Randall Cunningham. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. And ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. That is right. I will see you guys next week. And hopefully, I have more to talk to you about. If not, I'll do another rankings like this of my top five Chicago Bulls players, and I'll tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. I will tell you why. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoy your night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, hey, happy 4th of July, people. It does not get any better than this. Enjoy. And this is 
Theme Mart Cologne.